Hello, I'm Bill Travis, and in this episode of An Accidental Anthropocene, we'll take up the problem of forecasting events in the future. Especially, we're interested in natural hazards, natural events, extremes, and it will use the case of hurricane forecasting, the science of forecasting where a hurricane will be in two or three days, what part of the coastline it might hit, to learn more about uncertainty and the problem of uh, making decisions under uncertainty. Now, I'm really drawn to this case because tonight, a night in late August of 2020, I'm looking at a map. It's a map of the forecast potential track of a hurricane that's now over uh, the Greater Antilles. It's near Haiti. And uh, the map shows the potential path of this storm. Uh, for the next uh, five days. And about day four of this forecast, the spot at the center of that path marked as a hurricane, a white H in a black dot, is right near New Orleans. If you were the mayor of New Orleans, the emergency manager for New Orleans, resident of New Orleans, You've seen this tonight, and you've had to take. You've had to start. You had to start making some plans. The map comes out of the National Hurricane Center in uh, in Miami. You can see the maps for yourself. Just go to www.nhc.noaa.gov. That's nhc.noaa. Gov. And if there are any hurricanes or tropical storms in the Atlantic, the Caribbean, or the Gulf, there'll be a series of th thumbnail maps on their site. And uh, best perhaps to click on, if you want to look at a map, uh, the uh, icon for the warnings cone, C-O-N-E, a cone. And hurricane forecasters speak of this cone, this swath of the future predicted path as the cone of uncertainty, and they're trying to express their best estimate of where the storm will be at different points in time in the future. Now, this one, of course, is really striking because that cone takes the storm right over a very vulnerable American city. And uh, people are thinking tonight uh, what to do about this forecast. Now, let's use the forecast to explore some of the problems uh, predicting, especially in the world of natural hazards and disasters. First off, we know that the term, if this is the cone of uncertainty, that yeah, there's a lot of uncertainty. When I looked at this map yesterday, that last mark of where the hurricane might be four days out was closer to the coast near Houston or close just offshore of Houston. Uh, and when uh, we look again tomorrow, perhaps the steering currents that move hurricanes, perhaps the models that ingest new data and predict where it will be, perhaps the expertise of the forecasters will have them adjusting the track further east, perhaps along the Gulf Coast. Hard to know. But right now, the best guess is that there's a hurricane over New Orleans on Wednesday. One of the 
notable aspects of this of these maps is that this swath of the storm's potential future path gets wider as the as the forecast goes further out in time. It's very narrow just at the point where the hurricane is now. Gets a little wider at the 12 hour point. It's a little wider at the afternoon plot for tomorrow afternoon, even wider for the plot come Monday morning. And this is because of course that in the future, further out into the future, there's more uncertainty about where the storm will be located. This speaks to an iron law of forecasting. The inverse relationship between lead time, how far out in time you're forecasting, and accuracy. One goes up, the other goes down. Now there will always be some uncertainty, even 12 hours out. The storm could uh, wobble in one direction or another, but the path certainty is really narrow, just 12 hours out, and it gets really wide. The map that I'm looking at with the storm, per perhaps over New Orleans four days from now, the width of that potential that path where the locations of the storm could be is actually wider than, than the state of Louisiana. It's a couple hundred miles to the to the west, the uh, path could be, uh, includes a path that includes parts of Texas, and to the east, parts of Mississippi and Alabama, and just touches the parts of Florida. So a pretty large area is in this cone of uncertainty. Something else you'll want to know that the National Hurricane Center will tell you, you can get on their site and watch their tutorials. Even for this path where they've made their best estimate of where the storm will be, use the best science they can of where the storm will be, doesn't actually cover all the potentialities that they see in their own analyses. They've, uh, they've handicapped their modeling such that uh, they're trying to uh, uh, encompass about two-thirds of potential future locations, these future realizations of the storm's track in this cone. And another third could be outside. And if that's their goal, of course, they could miss one out of three times and the storm, in, in a sense, the forecast still verifies. It works within the forecast skill and they tell you what their skill is. They know their skill because they actually track their forecast from over several years, five-year average. In a five-year average, the um, circle that uh, out four days that they believe you would find at least two-thirds, actually about 67% of the real, the, act, the, the, the hurricane forecast outcomes would be inside that circle and another third could be outside that circle. And that circle out about four days is um, a few hundred miles across in, in diameter. There's always uncertainty. But here we are tonight looking at a forecast out four days with a hurricane over a major American city. If you were the mayor of that city, you are already taking action. The, uh, the emergency operations center is, is starting to gear up. People are thinking about uh, evacuation plans, pulling out uh, emergency operation procedures. So they're getting, they're getting ready. But they have a big decision to make, several big decisions to make. 
The first one right now, for instance, is how much do you bank on this forecast? Is it time to start taking certain actions? The biggest action that a mayor of a city face of a hurricane might decide is to ask people to evacuate areas, maybe the, down by the water or even the whole city. And this is done. It's, it's, it's happened before, in fact, for New Orleans. But that's a big decision. It asks a lot of the citizens. It costs money. It causes disruption. When are you certain enough to make that decision? This brings up another other rule of forecasting and decision making that it, the type of decision and the structure of the decision matters a lot too. Think about how long it takes to evacuate a city. How many days in advance would the mayor like to give the citizens to make their decisions, pack their belongings, find a place to go, arrange for transportation, and participate in an orderly evacuation. Maybe um, a good standard would be uh, if I'm going to uh, call for an evacuation, I would like to give you two daylight periods to accomplish the evacuation. I'd like to give you 48 hours. But now we know by looking at this uh, map of uncertainty that 48 hours from the current position of the storm there's a, still a fair amount of uncertainty. The center of the storm could still miss you, even if you were in the, uh, if you were close to the, uh, in the cone of uncertainty. You have to decide when to make the decision. Another problem, of course, is that if you wait too long, you'll be very certain. You certainly would know, say, um, 18 hours before landfall that the storm was probably going to hit your city. By then the forecast is very accurate. The cone is very narrow, but um, you can't wait that long. So somewhere in there, there is a optimal point of making the decision with the amount of uncertainty or waiting a little longer for the uncertainty to be reduced. You might wait. The steering currents might be better resolved by the next model run. And you'll find out that the, the, the storm is now most likely to go well to your east. Uh, you could um, call the decision now, evacuate the city to be on the safe side. And if the hurricane doesn't hit, then you uh, people along the coast, are, they get used to this. They know that uh, it's safe. Uh, it's a safe thing to do. These are big decisions based on good science, but also a lot of uncertainty. Now, there's also some uncertainty uh, about the track. Uh, the National Hurricane Center, as I mentioned, will remind you that uh, roughly two-thirds of their um, expected future positions will be within this uh, swath that they've mapped out. Maybe a third will be outside of it. But also, the width doesn't have anything to do with the size of the storm. So the storm conditions heavy rain, high winds, storm surge, tornadoes could occur beyond the cone of uncertainty. All it is, is an expression of the uncertainty, or let's say an expression of the certainty of the future location. And it can change. It can be further to the east, further to the west, but it can also change forward and backwards. And, the, and what I mean is that perhaps the path is 
ends up being a, a really good call, really accurate. But the speed at which the hurricane moves along that path speeds up or slows down. It could bring it to a point sooner than the forecast or later than the forecast. The Hurricane Center also offers a little bit of information about intensity of the storm in this forecast track, but they mostly give their intensity information, wind speeds, rain, storm surge in other products. But they plot whether or not they expect the system to be a tropical storm at each point on the map. Uh, that is a, a storm with winds below 74 miles per hour or a hurricane above 74 miles per hour. Or if it's uh, a really strong hurricane, they'll uh, identify it as a major hurricane. Now that's not, we don't see the M for major hurricane on this particular forecast. They're expecting it. The best guess now is it will be over southern Louisiana in three to four days as a uh, strong but not major hurricane. This problem of forecasting events in the future, whether they're hurricanes or floods, volcano eruptions, the uncertainty of forecasts, and then what's needed to make decisions to protect life and property. This is the unending question. This is the, the big challenge of use of warning systems and warning and response systems. We're gonna talk a lot about them. One thing we do know now here uh, in the Gulf, Caribbean and the Atlantic, but also in the Pacific Basin, south and north of the equator, over in the Bay of Bengal, other places that have tropical cyclones, it's really rare, basically it's impossible now for a storm to sneak up on a coastline. Over the last 50 years, the development of radar and weather satellites, hurricane hunters, computer models, mean that we know pretty well, especially a few days in advance, where these storms will be. So no one living, say, on the U.S. hurricane-prone coast who has any connection to the media would ever be surprised again by a hurricane. This wasn't always true. People have been surprised. The most deadly natural disaster in the last century and a half in the United States was a hurricane in 1900 across the Gulf of Mexico, not unlike this one, that a map that I'm looking at tonight, that um, uh, hit Galveston Island, a forecast a meteorologist at Galveston Island. Isaac Monroe Klein was there. He saw the heavy waves coming in from the Gulf of Mexico. He saw the clouds on the horizon, but he wasn't sure. The Weather Bureau in Washington, D.C. wasn't sure where the storm was. They knew there was a hurricane somewhere in the Gulf or the Atlantic. They actually knew that because uh, the Cuban Meteorological Service had reported that a hurricane had crossed Cuba. The Cuban Meteorological Service thought that the hurricane was probably in the Gulf of Mexico, but there was also some evidence that it might have crossed over into the Atlantic and was off the east coast, say, of Florida. Unfortunately, it was in the Gulf, heading for Galveston, Texas, where Klein was the meteorologist. He warned people to get back from the shore when the big heavy waves were coming in, but he wasn't certain that the hurricane would hit 
know how big it would be. But that night, the hurricane came in with a storm surge that almost completely submerged the island of Galveston under somewhere between, say, 12 and 15 or 20 feet of water and drowned over 6,000 people. A forecast, uh, uh, you'll always today have a warning on the on these coasts uh, before that happens. Now, that's not true for a lot of other natural disasters. It's harder to predict, say, where a flash flood will occur. And we have very little evidence, very little science to predict, say, uh, the occurrence of an earthquake or the eruption of a volcano. But some events, like the landfalling of a hurricane, can be forecast with good skill several days in advance. We'll talk more about uh, the problem of forecasting how intense a storm or any event will be in the future, in a future uh, podcast. I'm Bill Travis. This is the Accidental Anthropocene.